Today's Unseminary Resource is brought to you by Aware3. At Aware3, their goal is to help your church build connections using mobile technology. They help you extend church beyond Sunday mornings by putting it in the palm of everyone's hand. Learn more about how a custom mobile app can help you improve engagement, communication, and generosity at www.aware3.com. The number three dot com. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich. Uh, I'm the host here and I am just so glad that you've decided to plug in. Uh, and you know, every week we try to bring you different church leaders who from a wide variety of backgrounds to give us some really practical insights. And I got to be honest, I've been excited about this uh, this particular guest for a while now. Uh, we're wait- welcoming Katie Allred from Brentwood Baptist, which is kind of on the outskirts of Nashville. Brentwood's a fantastic church if you don't know that. Uh, and you're about to find out that Katie's pretty amazing. So uh, Katie, welcome to the show. Hey, that was that was a really nice introduction. <laughs> nice. I don't think I deserve that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> nice. Now, why don't you tell us about Brentwood? Tell us about the church and kind of tell us about your yeah. role there. Sure. So Brentwood is um, awesome. I mean, I, I've I've uh, volunteered at a lot of churches. I never had worked at a church before Brentwood, but I had volunteered at several churches um, growing up and in college. And there is just not a lot of places that are like Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I say that because uh, Brentwood is so innovative in the way that they think, and also we're we're very much set up like a corporation. Like tomorrow, if if Mike Glenn, our pastor, decides he hates me, he can't fire me. Okay, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there's like too many like checks and balances kind of right. set up to right. where he doesn't have all the power. Right. Uh, which is really awesome. Um, <laughs> Cause because you can do kinds of cr- all kinds of crazy communication stuff that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. And actually, you know, he's actually at the forefront of being the one like, uh, I don't know, like challenging me to mm. be like, uh, why, why aren't you doing like this? I mean, not that he necessarily knows all of it, but that he's always like, let's see if we can do this better. Yeah. Like he just started getting his manuscript for the Sunday, uh, like 10 days before oh, to wow. me. That's we great. have, like, it's a huge chunk of the manuscript. It's not like word for word or anything, uh-huh. but like, it's, it's incredible that he is thinking, he's like, it's all just about calendaring. He's like, that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit can't move and I can't, you right. know, but he was like, Let's let's go ahead and give you enough stuff, you know, so that you can have enough content created for the web, right. for social media, and for you know to prompt me to create blog posts and those kind of things, mm-hmm. um, rather than waiting till the last minute or right. you know Thursday. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He Very was cool. like, let's let's just figure it out. So you know, he took his vacation time to actually get ahead. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> which nice. yeah, which is incredible of a pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a two week vacation time, and I mean. He um has a he just had a granddaughter and all this kind of stuff and he he took his vacation time to try to get ahead <laughs> of his um scheduling which is really incredible but he's always the one who's thinking of stuff like like I mean I could have thought of that but it would have been hard for me to propose like hey don't you want to like exactly. write your manuscript for Sunday ten days ahead of time yeah exactly hey how about you work ahead so that I can make sure the tweets are all ready to go you know that's a right, hard thing yeah. for a communications person to say for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, but the thing is that he totally gets it. Right. And, cool. and uh, he loves it. And right. he's very passionate about it. Very cool. Um, and so that that has made my job incredibly easy. Nice. Where I, I don't spend a lot of time convincing people to do things. I right. spend more time thinking of what can we do. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Because cool. uh, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty neat. Um, I mean, there are definitely times where I feel like you know there are, of course, ministers on our staff that don't get it, mm-hmm. and so I spend some time thinking about how how can I make them get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's there's definitely a lot more time spent doing that. But Brentwood, I, I want to go back to actually <laughs> Brentwood is for Baptist Church, yep. uh, probably one of the largest Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're right smack dab, kind of, I mean, we're right under Nashville. So we have a lot of uh, country music singers that go to our nice. church. So our, our music is really phenomenal. We're really well known in the choir music world. Like mm-hmm. if you ever heard Brad Paisley's Sub- Southern Comfort Zone, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a choir singing in the background. That's our choir. Oh, nice. Very cool. So yeah, I think that's like, you know, hidden things that people don't know. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> goes to our church. I mean, Brad goes to our church too, but uh, his dad is a uh, part of our choir. Um, and so we just have really awesome, like, I don't know, choir music uh, mm-hmm. and contemporary music too. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. So Brentwood's just, uh, just a really phenomenal place. We have this thing called, going on called the Middle Tennessee Initiative, mm-hmm. which um, is our pastor's vision for reaching Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like New Springs Reach 100,000, yep. but we don't have a number on ours. Maybe we should. <laughs> but, um, but ours is like affecting healthcare, poverty, and education. That's amazing. Um, those are our three things that we want to change about right. Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee. So, like, because there shouldn't be children hungry in Williamson County. We're the tenth richest area in the nation, but there are still children that are hungry in our in mm. our county. Crazy. And so, we have ministries that do that, like Cultivate, which is a ministry that helps grow food for the needy. Uh, we have a missions garden in our backyard. It's about cool. like an acre, and it's all all the foods like about eighty percent of the foods given away. Huh. Um, and that's just done by our members. We yep. didn't even come up with that idea. Oh, they just, nice. And we were like, yeah, we'll give you the land to nice. do that. So, well, yeah, that's I cool. Mean, it, it, yeah. From so what we, I know, you know, from, you know, just from a distance watching you guys, following you guys, I really do think you're such an innovative church doing a lot of great things. I really would encourage folks to check it out. What's your role there at the church? What do you, when people say, what do you do? <laughs> what do you respond to them? Yeah. So I'm the web content manager is my nice. technical title. Yep. Um, and I am in charge of web uh, email and uh, social media. Nice. And so, a lot of my job though is uh, is delegated to administrative assistants mm-hmm. in a way. So mm-hmm. I don't spend all my day like putting in events on our calendar on our website. Right. You know, I, I used to actually, right. and I luckily found a way to make that not a thing I do anymore. Yes. <laughs> nice. So That's if anybody's good. interested in that, effective um, delegation. Yeah, yeah. So finally, because we have probably like 20 AAs. I mean, like 10 or maybe 10. We have quite a few. Mm -hmm. And so I was, and they want to do it. It's not that they didn't want to do it because then it gets on there faster. They can communicate it with their people better. And so it's not like they didn't want to do it. It was just like I was a throttle, like I was a bottleneck, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and I don't get me wrong. Like there were times when I wish they had maybe went through us because I could proofread it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But at the same time, it just was so much better for them to be able to at least get it out the door and then we can proofread it after the fact. So, nice. um, 
Yeah, so that's kind of what I do. Now, what we talked about earlier about how, you know, obviously a part of your role, you're trying to keep up with like, hey, we need to keep people connected, trying to get them to use social media, use those tools to reach out. Um, and, you know, you kind of intimated there that there's obviously a part of your community or part of your team that's like fully into it. Yes, this is great. And then there's a part of your team that's maybe a little more on the dragging the feet side of the equation, maybe don't see it as important. Um, what do you say to those leaders that are thinking, hmm, you know, I, I don't know that I really want to share on, you know, social media, whatever that would be, Facebook, Twitter, that sort of thing. How do you handle that? Yeah, there are a lot of lurkers, I found out, on social media. There's a lot of people who love to just read social media, but yep. they don't like to input mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I would say that, you know, to those people, like, uh, or to our even our ministers, you know, like you're not being authentic with your people if you're not sharing because mm -hmm. those those people are sharing with you. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, social media is about being social. So, mm -hmm. um, and we have this awesome platform. I mean, I, I can believe that if Paul was here today, he would say, you know, not just to the ends of the earth, but, you know, to the ends of Twitter. Like, yes. like why are, yeah. you know, like, why are we not sharing when we have this fantastic tool mm -hmm. um, to share the gospel online? So, I mean, you should definitely be sharing and not just your thoughts on your blog like people are not natively going to your blog no true like yeah. let's be honest yeah. here yeah. <laughs> like they're not yeah. and so if you don't have this huge platform that you've built to, to yeah. come to your blog and like signed up for your e email newsletter i would say let's share that content on facebook first yep. and let's grow your platform there mm -hmm. and then let's we can maybe transition you into mm -hmm. a blog but if mm -hmm. you're not writing consistently on facebook and that's just like a normal thing i feel like mm -hmm. at this point mm -hmm. if you're not doing that then you're not going to do it on a blog at all yep. so and the thing is, like, I just hate, like, I think the gospel is so important. Like, and so it's such, it's the best news that we can give people. Mm -hmm. And if we're not sharing that on social media, then why are we honored at all? Mm. So, <laughs> um, you know, and that, that was something that was a personal challenge to me this mm. last year. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, in June, I did Proverbs um, through my own personal Facebook. I did it through Facebook Live. Okay. So I read a proverb every day. Huh. Um, and you know, it was really, really great. And I got a lot of good response from it. And mm -hmm. I got a lot of messages from people I hadn't seen since elementary school. Mm -hmm. um, and just people, and you know, I didn't, I didn't break it down. I didn't like devotionalize it afterwards. Okay. I just, you just literally I, just read it. I just read it. Yeah. I just huh. read it and let it be, you know, right. and then I, uh, you know, and I sometimes turned red because there's a lot of stuff about promiscuous women and Proverbs oh, nice. I didn't know about. Okay. <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> Solomon. That's funny. Anyway, so, yeah, so it was mostly me just like turning red and feeling awkward. Nah. Um, but then I prayed at the end. Um, I always prayed. And I always asked people if they had any prayer requests. I would love to pray for them. And so I did that a couple of times. Um, I think it's so important to let people see you pray. And here's the thing. I don't want to be a Pharisee on a street corner praying out loud. I think there's an important part of being authentic and being like, I am not perfect at this. Like, mm -hmm. and admitting that, mm -hmm. you know, because I think that's, you know, obviously that's one of the most important parts of prayer is, is confession. Mm -hmm. And and just and just saying, you know, I'm not very good at this. And this feels awkward for me. Yes. But at the same time, it, there's something so into, I just don't want to be a person who says, I'm going to pray for you and just says, I'm going, like, I want to be a person who stops and does it. Right. Absolutely. And so, and that that's something I, I'm, I'm working on in my own personal life too, mm -hmm. is that, you know, when somebody says, I need you to pray for this, I just, I just would rather just stop right then right. and let's just do it. Because right. like, why not? Right. Like what's stopping us besides right. my own, like, um, you know, 
besides me not being brave, there mm-hmm. is no reason not to go ahead and do it because yeah, he's that, listening. We're I, both there. Absolutely. That that actually sparked something I had a friend say to me this week. They said, you know, so many church leaders seem to be using um, social media as like a broadcast medium. They're, whether they're, um, you know, even doing that kind of thing, which I think is fantastic. This isn't a criticism of that. I, I love that. Um, but have you encouraged or do you encourage your um, ministers or, you know, the, the folks on your, your team uh, to also be, you know, looking for opportunities to, to serve people on Facebook. So for instance, like maybe you see, you know, people are going through a certain issue in their life, reaching yeah. out to them saying, Hey, can I pray for you now? Or, you know, maybe, you know, escalating the level of intimacy from my seeing it on right. Facebook to like, I'm going to text, text you and talk to you about it. Are you seeing that happening either at your church or other churches? Um, you know, personally, I don't have any stories of that happen besides nice. through our Facebook page. Now, in our Facebook page, uh, I've been I've been asking every week for how can we be praying for you, and I've been praying for them th- through the church's page, oh, nice. uh, which I don't like. I would prefer that to be a, an individual, so there's a face yep. connected. Yep. Uh, and so I'm gonna, I'm trying to convince the prayer team <laughs> to yeah, nice. to get to get on that. Yeah. Uh, but. Because they're already doing it anyway. Like, yeah. might as well do it on social media. Anyway, yeah. but that's besides the point. You know, yeah. that's my own personal tangent. Yeah. But, um, you know, we did have one one person who came and said, you know, I'm having surgery on this date. And I connected them with the deacon team. And the deacon team went um, to visit them at the hospital. And they had never come to our church before. Oh, very cool. Love that. So, yeah, yeah. So, that was a really cool, like, easy connection. Not, yeah. you know, we didn't have to, like, really... Um, go out of our way to seek it was just me being faithful to always remember to go and look and and pray with someone and to think oh they they're a real person i could connect Mm -hmm. them with a real person here so i didn't know that they didn't go to our church either until after the fact so i mean you know so that's that's an easy way like that's an easy way to get um people connected so yeah and did you see the difference between um or or what is the difference have you seen between because you kind of mentioned it there the difference between kind of the corporate like we've got a page um, that's our church. And then there's the individual, um, you know, <laughs> pastors, platforms yeah. uh, on social media. And one thing I've noticed is it seems like people's individual, um, you know, pages get more traction than, you know, our yeah. corporate page. And have you seen that? And then have you tried to, or how are you trying to leverage that or encourage your, you know, your staff, your pastors, ministers to leverage that for the ministry? Yeah. And that was actually something we had a meeting about yesterday. Liz. Oh, nice. Um, it was, you know, can we get our pa- like our pastors to share links about events? Now, this is not about the gospel, and 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 that was something that bothered me too. Was I was like, if we're going to teach our, our our ministers to share stuff from our website, I would prefer for you to teach them how to, to share the gospel online. Mm. But because I mean, if they're not doing that first, like right. how, how are they how are they going to have any reach anyways with promotional events? Right. Um. But yeah, I think you know we just need to. I think I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, what have you seen a difference between kind of the them sharing personally? Does that get more traction, yeah. frankly, versus the you know the kind of corporate page? Right. Yes. Yes, it does. And you know that's just true about the Facebook algorithm in general. Is yeah. that Facebook wants to be social? It wants to be social between people. Mm-hmm. So pages, they want pages to pay, mm-hmm. you know, money. Mm-hmm. So that is why all those kind of things will get squashed, like a link or yeah. something like that will get squashed. Where if a person shares it, mm-hmm. it definitely has a lot more reach. Mm-hmm. Um, than what we have. But that depends uh, completely upon how many friends they have on social media too. You know, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it could do, you could tell your ministers to share it, but if they don't have any friends because they think they have a public and 
person personal persona right then that's going to be totally different you know right. i think i think there's a lot of that going on too in uh ministers lives where they feel like you know their facebook is personal it's not their public persona and i'm like it is your public person anything right. Right. yeah like, i can still google it like that is your public persona no right. matter what yeah absolutely and so and why would you be different like mm-hmm. why like, yeah right what is like, that at saying what point are you like like, because when you see me and what you get online is what you get in person. Like, right. I, I don't know how to be any different. But at the same time, I grew up with it, you know? Yep, so I don't totally. think online is totally separate from my real life. Like, because my online friends are just as every bit my friends as my real life friends. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, or my in-person friends. Yes. So we, you know, we sh- we sh- just have to make a switch. It's definitely, it's definitely a generational gap. And then it's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a, you know, also a ministerial, like I have a public and a personal like life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And we've said, um, and I've done this a number of times with our, um, when we post things corporately, like let's say we post a promotional video about something that's coming up or, um, you know, I I try to do this sparingly, but when it's like a, a particularly hot piece of content or I'll notice on Facebook, Hey, something seems to be trending. It's get, it seems to be gaining traction. I'll yeah. send an email out to my team um, with a direct link that says, "Hey, can you please like, comment, and share on this? Can you um, can you interact with this piece of content?" And, and not all the time, but often, I'll remind people in those emails. Listen, this helps us get the word out. Just you interacting with this content will help us uh, connect with more people. And so you right. know, it may not seem like a big deal to you to go and like, comment, and share on it, uh, but it does make a difference. And you can see that, you know, and it doesn't take a lot. If I can get even 20 people, which is, you know, in most churches, you could get 20 people who will like, comment, mm-hmm. and share on something. Even with just 20 people interacting on it, it's amazing the difference uh, it makes. Have, have right. you tried those kinds <laughs> of things? And what would you say to someone who pushes back and says, oh, I'm no, I'm, I, I won't do that? Um, I haven't had, well, I have tried that before and I haven't had a ton of success in the the area. Um, I think, you know, if I did it, the thing is the email I was sending had a ton of different things on it. So I think if I just focused on one, that might really help. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's actually a pretty good idea. Maybe I'll steal it. (laughs) Um, Good, good. That's good. (laughs) Just focus on one maybe. Uh, and then, and email them and ask them and also getting them to, um, not just copy and paste something over, but to just like and share what the church has already said would be, is, is a, is a really good strategy. Um, and then what was the second question? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, what would you say to someone who's resistant to that, saying, "Hey, oh, I'm, not, I'm not interested." But you said, "Hey, you having that?" Which, because I know everyone at Brentwood, they just say, "Katie, what do, what can we do? How can we help?" Yeah, they're always really excited about helping. <laughs> uh, no, um, you know, if they're if they're resistant to change, I feel like a lot of times, though, uh, you know, Mike Glenn will put them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, our pastor will be like, "No, you should listen." No, nice. but um, I I think you know. I don't know. Like I said earlier, I feel like it's just too—it's just too important at this point. Absolutely. So it's—it's it's our—it's like, our public facing. It's what Paul would do. I love that you know word. He, you know, he was using. They wrote in the in the in the language of the day and used the, even the roads of the day to connect. They used the social right. network of the day, which was the roads right. to go and take yeah. the gospel to the ends of ends of the earth. Um, you know, those roads were built by the Romans, their oppressors. 
Um, and they used that, the, that structure, that network, uh, ultimately right. to connect people. Because I think there the can gap. be folks that um, are resistant because they're like, well, so much bad happens on Facebook, which is right. true. You know, I know there, I heard this one statistic that um, I think it's a third, I need to check it. I think it's a third of all divorce filings now are referencing some level of social media interaction. Um, oh, wow. You know, whether it's like they're talking to their old girlfriends or whatever. Yeah, and so people no, will be I'll like, hey, that. I'm not interested in that. Um, but we can leverage those, you know, in the same way, you know, the Paul leveraged uh, the the Roman roads, which obviously were tools of oppression for, you know, for the Jew, for the Jews um, to try to extend the gospel. So that, that's good. Is there anything else you want to share before we move on to the rest of the episode? Yeah, well, uh, you were saying something about the, you know, how it was the Roman road and that kind of thing, you know, yeah. like it. Uh, I think, you know, also, you know, Paul wrote letters. So mm -hmm. what else should we be doing besides writing updates? I mean, it's, just, it's the same it's the same kind of thing just because I mean, Paul, Paul was the first to tell you I am not perfect at this. Right, <laughs> so right. it's not like he completely knew what he was doing. Like, don't elevate, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that Paul isn't awesome because he is. He wrote like the yes. half of the New Testament. Yes. But at the same time, like you have the same spirit of the Lord in you that mm -hmm. Paul had. So like, don't like think you know, oh, I, who am I? And like, what can I do? Like, I think you're, you're perfectly capable of, mm -hmm. of spreading the gospel too. And I think, you know, also, I think that we're, we're on the cusp of some, some really cool things that could happen if we're just um, willing and we're just listening. Because mm -hmm. I think like the, I think the next revival is going to happen because of the internet. Mm -hmm. And so we have to figure out like how, how, you know, to do that. But we also just have to be so willing to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode where we ask similar questions of everybody that's on the show. Super happy to have Katie Allred with us today from Brentwood Baptist Church. Uh, Katie, what is an online resource that you're using these days that's helping you in your ministry? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to say my Facebook group. Yes. So, yeah. Tell us about this. Uh, is, I, this, I, this is part of the reason why you're on. So please tell us about the uh, your Facebook group. Yeah. So before I had the Facebook group, nobody knew who I was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but for real, like, I mean, I, you know, whatever people, I didn't care. Like I wasn't trying to build a platform. I just really wanted a way to ask people questions and for, you know, people, for other people to be able to ask questions. So mm -hmm. yeah, the Facebook group is called church communications. You can just type that into Facebook and it's usually pretty easy to find, um, mm -hmm. if you click groups. So, um, yeah, we, me and Daryl uh, had the idea to start maybe maybe making a website and stuff with with some stuff we were learning, and we um, went back and forth on how will we you know how would be the best way to get a hold of people, and we talked about email lists because that was something we were used to doing, like making mm -hmm. opt-ins and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then you know I love forums. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I had actually done forum administration from like when I was a kid. I was in a Harry Potter forum and I was oh, in nice. doing okay. forum administration. Yep. Yeah, back in the day, we won an award from J.K. Rowling, which is nice. just totally random. Very cool. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I love forums, um, and I love like the relationships that can come out of them. And so I wanted to make a group, but I was so afraid. And, you know, mm. fear is the worst, like, killer of all joy. So um, I just really didn't want to do it. And But Daryl was like, let's just do it and see what happens. So Daryl really kind of pushed me over. And, uh, yeah, so I went ahead and did it. And then we shared it. Um, through his email list, which he had, he had a, like a uh, okay email list. Just kidding, he has a good email list. <laughs> and um, 
we shared it on church mat and a couple other places. And before we knew it, we had a thousand members and now we have like 3,600. So that's, I mean, that's just wild. It's been only, you know, it's been since January, I guess. Right. Um, so nine months, but yeah, uh, it's just going like crazy. It's amazing. It's great. It really is a great resource. If you're really any church leader who's looking for help on communications, it's a great place, a great community. You guys have done a good job, um, you know, really um, stewarding the community and, you know, kicking out people who are just there to spam and, um, or not kicking oh, out, yeah. gently, um, you know, oh, turn, turning their stuff off, and, <laughs> uh, which is great, you know, and, and it's a, a, there's always great content, great interaction. It's a really supportive community. So I would, I'd strongly recommend if you're a church leader listening in that you, even if you're not, even if communications isn't your primary thing, you don't, that's all you do. It really is a great resource, uh, you know, for you, for sure. Uh, what's a book you've read in the last, I don't know, maybe six months that shaped your thinking or your ministry? Sure. So, um, can I, I'm going to mention two, if that's, that's good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going off, off the kilter. So, uh, I've, I just, I read all, what's best next and I actually read it maybe more than six months ago, but it's, it's a really great book. Uh, I can't remember who it's by at the moment, but you can just look up what's best mm-hmm. I think that's the website. Mm-hmm. He, um, is actually a guy from John Piper's, um, stuff mm-hmm. and he, uh, made this gospel centered productivity. So, you know, there's Dave Allen's, uh, getting things done. Mm-hmm. This is like getting things done, but with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely changes the way you think about it. I think, you know, getting things done and there's some other books, you know, about productivity. It feels so much about hustle right. and not a lot about rest, which I think, you know, maybe, maybe they're, they're supposed to like make you be more restful because you're writing all these lists down and marking things off. But um, what's best next just kind of changes your thinking about, you know, what this work is and that is good work, even the work that you don't think is good work. You know, in the Bible, it talks about we're, we're created to do good works. Mm. And so you're always thinking, well, a good work is helping a lady cross the street, an elderly mm. lady help, you know, like, and you're not, you know, you can't do that every day. Right. You know, like, you're not always in Africa feeding a needy child. <laughs> right. But there are things that you're doing today in your everyday life, like raising your children mm-hmm. and, um, you know, tweeting. Yes. <laughs> that are good works. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, that God still considers to be good works. Mm-hmm. And so it's such a neat way of flipping your, your thinking. Yep. Um, and then I've been reading the originals by Adam Grant. Mm-hmm. And I really love it, too. Uh, it has a lot of challenging things that I'm like, oh, yeah, if people just thought about it this way. Yes. Um, but I really like, there's this one um, quote, and I'm, I'm not even halfway through the book yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been like highlighting everything. So I really do recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, Eric Dane, who's a re- professor, he finds that the more expertise and experience people gain, the more entrenched they become in a particular particular way of viewing the world. He points to studies showing that expert bridge players struggled more than novices to adapt when the rules were changed and that expert accountants were worse than novices at applying a new tax law. And mm-hmm. as we gain knowledge about a domain, we become prisoners of our prototypes. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like in church communications is huge. It, yeah. I mean, it's just the same thing as this is the way we've always done it. Yes. Yep. And so it's like the same thinking. Yep. And the thing is about Facebook and about tw- it's changing yes. all the time. Yep. It's algorithms and stuff are changing all the time. So you can't say, well, you know, images have always worked for us. So we're always going to share images right. because 
video now is working better than images. But that's not to say it will always be that way, right, you know? Right, right, right. And so you have to, so you have to be willing to change your thinking about uh, how we share content. And then, you know, also just that flipping of thinking of, you know, the church needs to share and promote all these events. When really it should be the ministers who are sharing right. and promoting all mm -hmm. of these events. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, like, flip your thinking like because i know they're thinking well katie's hired to do all that like right. but the thing is like we're all hired to do all that yes exactly exactly so, uh, i'm just here to help you like, right absolutely so, i'm here to be a resource for you but you know at the end of the day like if you want your event to like really blow up or if you want the gospel to go further it, it's on you too it's not mm -hmm. just on you know the marketing communications team yeah so absolutely. which is, like, i think revolutionary thinking for some ministers they're like <laughs> it's not just about you know them that you mean i need to do things too yes yeah. unfortunately yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you can't do it all for sure um what's another ministry that inspires you that you're looking at you're like hey they're kind of doing a cool job yeah, I would love Church Marketing Sucks. Mm. The uh, guys over at Church Marketing Sucks. Uh, they're great, and um, I actually met quite a few of them. I went on the Creative Missions mm -hmm. uh, thing this last year. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've ever heard of yes, that. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they go and help churches in need um, of communications yep. uh, stuff around the country. And so we were in Vermont this last year, and it was just incredible. And so I'm just super inspired by what they're doing. and. Um, just the ministry that they've created. I just think it's really awesome. Nice. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive, who would you want to get that with and why? Uh, well, so there's this guy, his name is Brian Harris. He's from Video Fruit, mm -hmm. videofruit.com. Mm -hmm. And he actually lives here in, like, he lives in Franklin, Tennessee. So it's not like he lives very far away. I'm always afraid I'm going to run into him at Walmart and be like, fangirled you know like, like <laughs> oh my goodness like, oh my goodness lights. like oh my gosh you're like because i've run into john acuff a couple times before and i know he knows who i am because we've met at events but yeah. i'm but i thought he doesn't remember me ever so yes. i'm always like what do i do i say anything right but, right, right um, exactly <laughs> yeah so brian harris he's just such a cool guy he puts out so much good content about like creating email lists and the value of email lists and the value of good content and how to create good content mm -hmm. uh he's just a really genuine guy too i feel like he's very authentic He's um, definitely, a, I, I wouldn't say he's an oversharer, but I like how he um, shares so much that you're intrigued. Right. So, um, yeah, he's definitely someone to watch. I love, like, his, uh, he, he's just really good at copywriting and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. I think he's pretty awesome. <laughs> nice. Great. Good stuff. Well, I know that keeping on top of everything that uh, you're doing there at the church is hard. When you just want to kind of kick back, relax a little bit, what is it you do? How does Katie Allred relax? Uh, I pull peaches. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm originally from Clanton, Alabama. So, I kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so we're known for our peaches. So nice. I, I do, I do a lot of cooking, nice. uh, which is, seems like a total Southern girl thing to do, but, <laughs> You're but I stereotype. like it. So I love casseroles. Nice. Um, also <laughs> uh, I make a lot of websites. Uh, I write some blogs. I wish I wrote more blogs. Mm. Um, yes. that's definitely a thing where I'm like, uh, you know, I, I wish I could do better at it. So right. yeah. Um, I also sell some stuff on eBay. Which oh, is just, nice. What, did you have a certain niche you know, on eBay that you sell? 
No, not at all. I, I'm definitely more of just a, like, oh, I have this thing. Let's just sell it. Or Seems I'll go different. to, like, yard sales and buy stuff, and I'll be like, I bet I can sell this on eBay for more. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so, yeah, I'm always thinking of selling stuff. It's like, a, I don't know if it's the entrepreneur in me. Yeah, or like totally. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family, uh -huh. so I grew up thinking, like, yeah, I can double this if I just do this to it. I don't nice. know. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Katie, I really appreciate you being on the show. If people want to get in touch with the church or, or want to kind of check you out, how could they do that? We'll link to the church communications group on the um, the show notes but any other way that people could get in touch yeah so on facebook uh, twitter and instagram and snapchat even though i'm never on snapchat because mm -hmm. i'm on the church's snapchat um <laughs> you can find me on katie j allred is mm -hmm. usually it. and then my website is katieallred.com nice uh no J. I should probably buy that domain name before yeah. somebody else does. There's a zombie <laughs> series about Katie Allred too. If you, uh, you want to oh, check nice. that out, that's not funny. about me, but if you <laughs> SEO me, that's what you're gonna find. So, um, and then the church is just BrentwoodBaptist.com. Nice. Uh, and, and for the most part, we're Brentwood Baptist uh, for most things. Is that we're Brentwood BC? I think on Twitter because of how short things are. Nice. So that's great. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.